You're finally in the clinical years of your MBBS course and you're really excited to study medicine, surgery, obscaini and be a clinician. But then you realize along with these comes the subject of many names and all equally dreaded. PSM, SPM or as we call it CFM. Who has been sticking around since first year, latent in the sidelines, just waiting for the compromised state of final year to erupt out. Dulling the excitement of all the interesting stuff with its facts and figures. In this episode, we'll try to find a way to read CFM so that you can easily ace your exams and it can actually be useful to you as a clinician. So let's get to it. Hello dear listeners, this is Aditya Singh, final year medical student at All India Institute of Medical Sciences, Raipur. And today we'll be talking about how do we study CFM. So when I was in third year, so uh, CFM was shifted to third year from our batch because we are special apparently. And we got to study CFM and get rid of it in third year itself. And finally our final year is really great without CFM. So in third year, I actually detested CFM a lot because everybody does that. And it was really confusing to me as to why this subject even exists and why does NMC not remove it immediately instead of shifting it around. And if I were to badmouth CFM, I could do that for hours. But if you want to hear about that, you'll have to meet me in person. So CFM comes at a contrast to subjects like medicine and surgery, which are totally concept-based, while CFM being more factual and essay-based. And even though it is like contrasted in among these subjects, therefore it is considered a bit more easier. But the book itself that is Park textbook is really, really voluminous. I mean the size of that book. If I would carry that around the entire year, I'd develop back muscles. So yeah, Park textbook is really boring. You can read it and you can sleep it off. But despite all this, I did manage to bag a distinction in this subject, so I must have done something right. And that is what I'm going to share with you guys. So, the first thing that comes around is, what is even the purpose of this subject? I mean, why do we even have it? Because if I don't need anything, I won't read it. So, I worked around and I finally found out why we need CFM. So, CFM is a subject that has been perfectly curated for India because of its 1.6 billion people population. No other country has a public health system as India because managing the health care of so many people is not something that can be done um, divided. We need a specific different organization to handle this and that is why CFM came through. So CFM has been established to create health programs. Health programs that reach out to all the population, bringing healthcare to the grassroots levels. People in CFM always, always think about the denominator as they say it. So the denominator, the masses, it what it's what they are concerned with. They do not care about an individual patient. They always care about a group of people, a community. That is why we have this special, special system in our in our country, that is India. 
CFM also covers things like vaccination, which again comes under national immunization schedule. Then CFM has epidemiology, so any outbreak that happens is dealt by CFM people. And a part of the subject is concerned about the general knowledge that every physician should have about health and disease and uh, the basics of epidemiology and biostatistics. So it's also concerned with research again. It talks about research methodologies. It talks about how to use biostatistical analysis, what is a significant result and what is not. But all of these club together makes this haphazard subject that we are all really confused about studying. And by understanding all this, I finally was able to bear with CFM throughout the year. And even though I am kind of praising CFM at this moment, but I would rather prefer someone else to do this work instead of me because I'm not interested in it. So anyways, now that we have understood why CFM is important, let's get right to the part about how we should study this subject. So the book that is recommended to us by our seniors and our college is Park textbook that is Preventive and Social Medicine by K Park. And it is a really, really big book and it's a really, really boring book. So you can just sleep on it and you won't get to know anything. Sorry. But what we can do is study it in a more smart way and not let it get to our heads. So I want you to open up your Park textbook index right now, whichever edition you have, and then let's have a look at it. So are you guys ready? Well, if you didn't pause it, then you are not ready. So pause it and get your book right now. Yeah, I guess you are ready now. So in the first page, the thing that this book does is really deceiving having the first entire page for five chapters, which makes us believe that this is the majority of the book, which is not the case. So in Park textbook, these chapters consider the core chapters in CFM, which you'll never get to learn anywhere else in any other subject. And these are the ones which will make your basics and will be asked again and again in different examinations. So the first one is concepts of health and disease. Second is principles of epidemiology and epidemiologic methods. And third is screening of diseases. And finally, we have occupational health and healthcare of the community. These chapters are something that won't be taught in any other subject. So these are the ones you should be focusing on because these are the ones that the examiners would want to see if you know them or not. Now the entirety of CFM is formed on this chapter on the second page that is health programs in India. Anything and everything that you read has been directed towards this chapter making it the crux of CFM. Because that is what CFM people do. They make health programs. So whatever you read inside Park textbook has to be linked to health programs. Any answer that you write should include a health program. And some of the health programs are not included in Park textbook, which you will have to be updated about through the internet. So the most important chapters that you need to link with health programs is the epidemiology of communicable diseases. So any disease which has a health program, you should read its epidemiology. 
about the agent host and environment factors and the prevention factors so that you can relate those with the strategies of the health programs right so the following will be chapters which are totally totally information intensive and fact based which you will have to have to ratify in order to go through your exams so these would be demography and family planning nutrition and health environment and health and hospital waste management these are the ones which are so information intensive you will have to do them again and again to be able to remember all the facts that are in there and surprisingly people do ask about those even in neat pg so that really sucks but that is how cfm is so now i would like to talk about how to go about reading national health programs because there are so many of them and i have not counted them but i managed to read the entire chapter and survive it so let's see how every national health program goes so every program has these components it's about the history of the program how it evolved then the aims and objectives the goals of the program the strategies which it has implemented the core indicators or the dashboard indicators of the program and the present achievements of the program up from up till the date it was launched till now so all of these constitute the description of a program so your exam question might ask a particular segment of these headings and not the entire program but if your examiner is really really irritating then he can ask all of these all together or you can be asked about these during a viva session so the history itself is not that important only the date of launch of that program could be important the aims and objectives are basically constituting the targets which the program is supposed to achieve in the say next 5 years or 10 years which are usually never achieved because oh my god but that is how the system works and the goals are basically unachievable like they are really really vague but it's the thing that the program has been made to achieve as general it does not have numbers it's just a statement the strategies are the things that you must focus on those are what will be asked to you so for example in the leprosy elimination program they introduced these footwear which was a strategy then they included asha workers for active case finding and so on in tb they have nikshay poshan abhiyan there is the nikshay portal then in the national aids control program they have a link based workers scheme and the list goes on so the strategies is the main thing that the program is trying to implement and how these strategies are working is assessed through indicators so the indicators of the program can be different things for example in the leprosy program it can be uh, the number of people detected with grade 2 disability so every program has its dashboard indicators then achievements is something that you need not worry about because achievements are uh, something that tell about the program success over time but it is not for you so yeah that's how you will read national health programs and there are so many so all the best now let's talk about how you would go about writing your answers in your exams so basically cfm is all about short answers or short questions and a few long questions 
so every question answer should have an introduction and a conclusion line and then in between there should be a body so when you read park you will see that many of these uh, headings have subheadings for example if the question asks about uses of epidemiology you will find that in park there are 8 to 10 points about those so there are headings and then there is a small paragraph so what you need to do is remember all those headings and write all those headings irrespective of how many marks the question is for and then you go about writing the content of two or three points below those headings that would create the bulk of your answer what many of people as contrary to has been told to us by professors all of them all of them see the number of pages that you have written so if you have written say five pages for a four marker they'll be like really really amazed even though you should not do that because time does not suffice but anyways they do see the number of pages and then they see the num- the headings in which the answer has been written and that is how you write in cfm answer and try to include preventive measures and names of health programs as far as you can in every every answer that would be like really impressive for example like in anatomy you always write about clinical anatomy it's the same way you always write preventive measures and name of health programs in cfm questions so that is how you go about your theory exams now in practicals our cfm practical was the longest practical of them all which included this uh, biostatistics and epidemiological exercises then we had a case for which we had to go to the rural setting and we had an ospi and a viva so all of these were really really excruciating but in the end we did survive so for biostatistics i would really suggest you to go to this youtube channel which is called statquest s t a t q u e s t statquest this guy really really talks about the concepts of biostatistics and to be able to understand that you can really refer to this for epidemiology park is enough and there are a few practical books in cfm by purnima tiwari and mahabal raju so these are two different books you can refer to either of them and for vivas i would really suggest you to get to know your professors because many of them many of them have pet favorite questions from very 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 specific topics so get to talk to your seniors attend professors classes they'll tell you what they are going to ask and that is what you will have to revise just before your viva and something that uh, you should also know is the statistical information about the state that your college is in or the state from where you come from or where you belong from so many of them ask about the uh, the birth rate and the death rate from your state compared to the state your college is in and what can you do about improving these uh, statistical data so yeah some people like that what you should also be aware of is cfm is literally generating data at the speed of light so we have new data new statistical reports released every biannually in some cases and annually in some other cases so there is nfhs then there is uh, the statistical reports by census and uh, srs so all of these you need to go on and refer to before your exam so that you are up to date with the latest statistics some things like the nutritional values by nin should also be referred to 
these are like especially important for neat pg because they'll ask you from the latest data like which state has the highest maternal mortality or which state has the highest uh, neonatal mortality and so on so yeah updation is really important in cfm now if you don't like park textbook there are a few other textbooks which i can recommend you one is suryakanta so it's a really colorful book if you don't like park textbook and it is really really fruitful but I mean I am not that interested in CFM to be reading two textbooks for the same subject. So yeah if you don't like park you can go for Suryakanta. And then there's this YouTube channel by Arpit PSM. So it's called Arpit PSM and this guy explains PSM and is also providing you with free notes in the video description which are really really helpful for last minute revision and you can definitely check out his channel. Now that is all I have to offer in acing cfm perhaps but i would like to leave you with some final advice so don't spend too much time on studying cfm like you have final year subjects to work through so do do some of the final year subjects in when you are in third year and when you are in final year again do not spend too much time on cfm because again uh, only a part of this knowledge will be helpful to you in future so just passing is also enough and because some topics are really really information intensive do use active recall and spaced repetition in the form of anki which will be really helpful for getting things into your head which cannot be done by just rereading things and remember that not everything can be learned in one go and you cannot read the entire park textbook in one go i mean you have to have to read selective special important repeating topics from park textbook and cover to cover reading of park textbook is neither possible and nor uh, fruitful for you so yeah i hope you guys had a fun time listening about cfm and how do you go about it and hopefully i'll never make a cfm episode ever again so remember that new episodes will be released every fortnight and we'll have small talks episode every sunday in between them And if you learned something please do share and subscribe to our channel and uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at the rate the beta waves medico or reach us through email at the beta waves medico@gmail.com so thank you for listening and bye bye